I spend a thousand dollars on stamps and here's why. Welcome to this episode. I am John Cho. And I'm Jennifer Moore. I did not spend a thousand dollars on stamps, but John, we're going to talk all about why you did that and get more into your marketing efforts with real estate investing because you've been posting about it on TikTok. I think it's pretty interesting. So explain a little bit about what you've been doing this week to try to drum up more business and deals. So I spent $1,000, Jennifer, because I was like um, sending these postcards. Um, let's see. Let me show you. So here's my roll. I'm actually down to the last one, the last roll. Nice. Um, I went to the post office and asked them, hey, can I get $1,000 worth of stamps? Do they even have that there? Yeah, they do. They have everything. So it was like 20 rolls. And I was like, because there's a hundred of of them each. And I was like, man, it just feels weird spending a thousand dollars just on stamps. I'm like, man, I'm just I feel like I'm wasting my money. However, I think that there's a big um uh not a risk, but people taking the effort to spend money on marketing to make money. Because here's the thing, all I need is a, one person out of that thousand dollars, that thousand mail, just one mail to reply and sell me a good deal. That's so all I need. What do these postcards say? Like, what do you, what do you, who are you trying to attract with this? So uh, these postcards look like this. It says we buy houses, we pay cash, we close fast. My phone number is in there. As well as in the back, I actually have a picture of me and my state license. And they'll get this. And then it says behind on mortgage payments, we can help, probate issues, owe back taxes, need repairs. So the reason I'm sending this out is to buy more houses. Because when I buy houses, that's when I make money. So that's why I am willing to spend $1,000 on these stamps just to see what I can get. And it's not a guaranteed um however it's a numbers game in business and this is exactly how people scale their business um for example the number one real estate investment firm in the whole gulf coast region um i am honored to know the owner um and uh got to talk with him for quite some time now he spends about 100k a month in marketing oh my yeah. wait 100 so that's so, 1.2 million dollars a year Yes, On but then he wow. makes he makes eight figures in return. Okay, so, so yeah, interesting. And, so if you have the cash mm-hmm. to spend in the marketing, you can actually like you can get that back, right? If if you play your cards right, yes, That's so cool. Because like he has a call center of people calling. He has a call for him. center. Yeah, he has Where a call is center. Where's call center? Um, he, it's, oh my god, it's out of state, and then he oh has a lot of gosh. employees there, so it's cheaper there. But he and then I know. I was thinking maybe they have accents, but no, they're they're pretty good at, at English, so they can get their message across. Are we talking like stateside? Yeah. Or are we talking like overseas kind of? Overseas. Overseas. Okay, overseas. so that and obviously I know a lot of folks will do that because it's mm-hmm. obviously cheaper. That yeah. is, you know what? That's like that's scaling it on a huge. How many employees right. does that guy have? He has a lot. Well, in the stateside. He has about 50 employees. The crazy thing is two years ago when I first met him, he, I think he only had like 15 and you know, that's actually, you know, I I was going to take an opportunity with him um, to become his broker, but 
you know, it, it didn't work out just because like I didn't want to kind of sacrifice my freedom to, but it was a really good opportunity and it kind of pained me to send him uh, an email saying, hey, I don't think I could take this job because uh, of this reason and that reason. But yeah, it, 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 it kind of stunk because then it was a good opportunity to work with the number one wholesale or real estate investment firm. But that's how he does it. How I do it is these postcards. I know mm -hmm. that company does that too. Um, and I also hired a caller um, from the Philippines. Yeah, you mentioned that. You yeah. have... Wow, you know what? I This is like the eighth time someone's mentioned the Philippines in the past two weeks. What is it about this country? So I like used people to... People are talking about the Philippines left and right. It's because it's, it's cheaper, cheaper okay. rate. Because I used to hire two people... It, at, at my office to come to my office and they would get paid $10 an hour. Mm -hmm. And so it, since it's like two of them, but their hours were short and they weren't effective. Um, Cause I was looking at their, um, at, uh, like the hours product of, okay. yeah, productivity I, so mm -hmm. and how many people they called and they weren't what does being that say as about diligent. Americans, John? <laughs> I don't know, but it, I think oh, it was geez. the person that I hired, but I really screened uh, people that I hired. I, had like 50 applications, but I thought I was hiring the wrong, right person, but it ended up not being one. But however, I did get a deal. Um, that was the deal. That's the deal that's going on right now is 3008 Lenora Court, where um, the people I got it for 58,000, put about 22,000 in rehab, and now it's under contract for 155. We're, we're closing on April 27th of 2021. So I'm I'm pretty excited about that. Mm -hmm. You know, this opportunity that you passed up with this wholesale broker, if things keep going the way they are for you, that could be you anyways down the line. So yeah. that really, would be crazy. Yeah. Just then you would I, have a I, whole I, call yeah. center of people. And, mm -hmm. you know, that's that's really interesting. Um, do a lot of real estate investors do that type of thing? Is it kind no, of common? No. no. The, okay, so that is this pretty guy rare. is one of the top. He's the top 0.1% in the nation. Because okay. there's guys that are actually bigger than him, which kind of blew my mind after seeing how many deals he was doing. Like I saw that he was doing like 30 deals just this month. And Woo. that was just wholesaling, um, which wow. was crazy. I was like, wow, good job, guys. I don't know how you guys do it, but... But he said it's all about scaling. And also, I have been talking to my other colleagues who have been successful. They said, yeah, if you make 100, let's say for simple numbers sake, if you make 10K, um, at least have like a 1 to 2K back into marketing or even more because it's going to keep producing money. And that's how you become consistent, consistent because those callers are there calling people. And like I said, it's a numbers game. If you call 1,000 people, I'm you sure might one, you might, or two or one or two and what? that's good for you. What's a good like ratio, like a thousand calls and mailers to one deal. Like what would be, I, I would be happy would if, I, be happy if I got a deal. Like even okay. if any I did, deal. A, okay. yeah, any deal. If, even if I did send a thousand enough, if I got one, I will still be happy. That's the thing. That's the crazy part. All right. For all of you new to the channel, John is a real estate investor and you've only been doing it for like a year or something. Yeah. Like, so it hasn't even bet that you've been incredibly successful. Check out some of our past episodes because he's talked more about the, the origin story. 
how much money would you be willing to spend to get one deal? Like how much would you be willing to spend in marketing? Hey, if I if I spent 5,000 and I was able to make 15K, I'll do that anytime or even 10K. Okay. That's the thing. If I have to keep doing that, I'll be fine with it. <laughs> so as long as it gets you per, that's, wow, Absolutely. all right. Absolutely. And, uh, and so when you have someone call, what do they, what are they, like, do you give them a script? Yeah, I give them a what script. Say? What do they have to say yeah. to these people it's and, very and you're simple. reaching out to homeowners yeah it's very simple um it's i when they pick up the phone they still they have the name and the address and we just ask them hey are you interested in selling for your selling your house for cash uh we have um, my they they i give them a script saying hey we are local here um we can offer you cash just and then if they give a certain response back i tell them to if they say no and I, I tell them, ask them, hey, would you guys be willing to sell down the road in a year mm -hmm. or two? So if they say yes to that, okay. we keep them in the contact. And um, so maybe like put that like in the back pocket and say, check back in with these yeah. people. How mm -hmm. are you how are you finding um, leads like the phone numbers or addresses for people? leads? Um, there, there are several leads that you can filter out through several software system where you can like filter out who has a lot of equity in their house and who is an out-of-state owner that owns their house or an in-state in, in owner who has like, it's their second, third, fourth home. But I want to make sure at least they have equity. And there is this, there's multiple software system that tells you out there um, and, and filters out uh, people that have equity in their houses. Because you can't just buy a house without any equity because you can't really make money on that. Unless you, you list the price. Do you have a lot of competition in your area? Like guys, a lot. Men and women are doing what you're doing. Yeah. Okay. There's a, a ton of them. There's a lot of wholesalers out there. Um, it's it's ridiculous. But, you know, you can't really think like, hey, since there's a lot of people already, I'm, I'm not going to even join in. Uh, if, if I had that mentality, I wouldn't you, have yeah, joined wouldn't as a realtor. Anywhere. Yeah. Because yeah, like there's about 4,000 realtors here in my region and there's only 530 homes active for sale. So that kind of shows you there's like literally seven. That's, a, that's pretty cutthroat. Yeah, there's literally seven to eight agents oh per gosh. active home. So, you know, if I, I and I knew that stepping in. However, it's always the few that makes a ton. Um, mm -hmm. You just have to rise above yeah. and just have that positive mindset and just put in the work. And because a lot of people that start out real estate and wholesaling, there's going to be a lot of people that say they're wholesalers, but they're not going to do any deals like yeah. even, at most one or two or three deals. And then they got they get tired out because there's no consistency. A question. If you feel like you've like tapped out the Pensacola market, are you going to expand outward? What do you get like just in the, the future? What are you going to do? along the along the panhandle just because okay. i i know that area well so i think that's also this is a good thing um people with money versus people who has people who has a ton of money versus people who have limited funds um when you have limited funds you really focus on every lead even more carefully than when you have a ton of ton of money because like every lead is that much heavier for you and you you want to squeeze out as much as profit. Some people can offer for a house, let's say like sixty thousand, but it's it's close of like it really cuts their profit down. But but you still get it because you're doing a lot of more quantity. But let's say 
if I'm trying to buy it and I have limited funds, I'm not going to offer them 60,000. I'm going to offer them 40,000. And it it has worked. It has worked for me and it might not have worked. And some deals I have lost to other people. And I was like, man, I should have just uh, raised the price. But at the same time, I didn't have that kind of funds. So like it really, sometimes there are pros and cons of having a lot of money because sometimes you frivolous, frivolously spend it. All right. So getting back to the postage stamps, mm-hmm. who did you actually have to like peel each one off and put it on the postcard? Yeah, and, I, I do. Oh I God. do. Did it take you forever? Uh, yeah, it did. Yeah. I was like, it, it's not that much. However, I know I could also use a different software machine called mm-hmm. uh, Deal Machine to do this for me. However, it does cost about like a dollar per mail card. Okay. Um, so I just cut that cost down to 50 percent um because like and it's also like they charge like 50 dollars a month while me doing this it costs a lot saves me a lot of cash Mm -hmm. i feel a little bad i've gotten those in the mail every Mm -hmm. once in a while and i always just throw them out yeah so i so i I feel a little bad knowing it's people like you that are no 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 you shouldn't feel bad you shouldn't feel bad so i should just keep throwing them out is that throw them out (laughs) unless i'm ready to sell my house you're okay okay Mm -hmm. all right i feel less bad now i was like oh man yeah if your house is renovated well and it (laughs) passes financing don't even entertain those guys just Get get a realtor in my get a regular yeah, yeah I think we're gonna I think we're gonna have Melanie so mm-hmm. and we yeah. are we are probably I th- I don't know if we mentioned this on camera but mm-hmm. we are looking to sell our house mm-hmm. probably in the next year we are gonna fit my husband is right now he's putting crystals individually onto a chandelier so we'll see um should we maybe I'll check back in with him yeah. later um he's wearing gloves so he does not get fingerprints on them. Mm-hmm. And uh, it looks like a fun project that I guess I'm getting out yeah. of by doing this. So we'll see. Uh, but we're going to go with your suggestion of vinyl plank flooring. So I'm very excited yeah. about that. And uh, we'll, we've been changing. And I also took another piece of your advice by doing like statement lighting uh, mm-hmm. fixtures. So hopefully, yeah. hopefully that helps us a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. We're probably not going to be the ones to sell our house to cat for cash to guys like you. Yeah. Um, don't. So unless I was like in trouble or like, right, you know, inherit a house that I don't want in another state yeah. or something like so currently yeah. who you're looking for. Absolutely. Like currently there there is a house that I'm going to buy and I'm actually going to move into it and sell this house. Wow, um, that's yeah. big. It's actually All in right. the works. Um, there's two brothers right now who owns the house. For some reason, they hate each other. Oh. You, yeah. yeah, is that the thing you were talking about on your yeah. TikTok? So, okay, so you got to talk about this because yeah, it's really so crazy. They don't they don't talk to each other at oh all. They don't even know where each other live. Um, but I know where where one lives just because I can always look up the tax county appraiser's website. Um, they, they're not on speaking terms at all. Oh my god! What and happened? Did, any idea what happened with them? Did I don't say, know. I, I, okay. I mean, it's not my business. However, their property is just going to be like um it's it's gonna be like gone soon so if if they don't do anything so i said hey listen like let me jump in and let me buy it from you guys um i I know it's it's not much however it's better than zero dollars so i offer i'm offering them like actually let me let me talk about the offer price later when when i close because when you close i i I have to get this deal so anyways i'm pretty much getting it like 
at a 30% value. Or and what kind of house is it? It's in a subdivision. It's 2,000 okay. square feet subdivision. Um, the uh, the highest price home there sold for 305k just recently um, in January of this of this year. So, but it's made up. I I, I just I can just tell it needs sixty thousand dollars of work. Okay. However, you know if I move move there, I'm actually I'm actually gonna have no mortgage, and I'm gonna sell this house and Woo. use this money to do more flips. Okay. So, but anyways, um, I got. So you're gonna have approval. no mortgage at this. Yeah, place? no more no so mortgage. So you're gonna pay. So you're. Are you doing a an invest? Are you getting an investor for this, or is it all? No, it's just all, all my you- money. Okay, so yeah. you're gonna live in it, sell mm-hmm. your the house you're in now, yeah, and then are you you're gonna fix up that one and then sell it down? Because I can fix it and flip it, yeah. And I see about like close to close to two hundred k in profit um, with the property. However, if I did get that amount, my taxes would be around sixty thousand, fifty fifty sixty thousand. So instead of doing that, uh, live if in you, yeah. If you live yeah. in it, then you. Yeah, because right, then it right. would be your primary. Oh man, that is yeah. smart. Yeah, so it's so it's, it's a great deal. Resident. Like oh, it's man. one of those unicorn deals that okay. is in the work. One of the brothers said, "Yes, just do whatever needs to be so, done. As long as the other brother approves, wow, I'm I'm good to go. So it's up to me. And I'm and thankfully the other brother who's who hasn't said yes is in Pensacola where I live. Okay, so, so I'm going to pay you him a visit. You, so question, so yeah. was it their parents' house or something? What was the... Yeah, it's their parents' okay. house and they, the whole... They passed away or something and then... Yeah, yeah. the whole wow. subdivision hates them because it's so unkept. Okay. It's so nasty. How how long has the home been unoccupied for? I think about seven years and now they're okay. finally just tired. So seven... Oh, yeah. All right, here's my another question. Mm-hmm. How does it get to the point where they own the home for seven years and don't do anything with it? Like, why didn't they, like, I always wonder yeah. why didn't they sell it earlier? I think there was a problem with family relationship because one yeah. seller cannot sell without the other. Without the other. Because so you think maybe, maybe they're, because of the bad blood between them, yeah. they, one of them wouldn't sign the papers or something? Right, and I said this. And then nobody they, gets any money. No, it's because they don't want to contact or talk to each wow. other. So my my solution is you guys don't have to talk to each other. Mm-hmm. I'll I'll handle you guys separately and with my title with the title company and then we can close this out you guys get paid and um everyone has a win-win situation oh my gosh and that would be life-changing from yeah. for me and also at least those guys can get, can get cash yeah and maybe, they could buy a car or something yeah so. and at least at that point mm-hmm. they have some closure about the do they owe back taxes or anything a lot of back taxes okay back, so, uh, back taxes so, alone is like wow I, I'm guessing about with interest about twelve to thirteen grand, which I said I'm gonna pay for all of it, and then I'm also oh. there's no commission involved. I'm okay. also gonna pay title title closing costs. So so you yeah. really yeah. So you you getting a low price also means they don't have to worry about the back taxes. Yeah, they're just gonna. So you have it, a, you're offering yeah. them a pretty good deal. Yeah, I mean it's either out. zero dollars yeah. or get get all that kind of money back. So wow. and. And it's in a great location. I'm okay. just so shocked because like they've been turning down people like me. But then so I've why, been I've why been do you so think they've been turning everybody down? Because um they didn't want to explain their family situation. Okay. I, I found out through the other brother. Oh my god. Um and I don't I wish I knew what it was and I really feel 
bad for their situation. Did one of them like steal the other's wife or something? Like I don't, I don't know. even know where. Do well, you think it's politics? I don't know. I don't That's know. Not- I, it, it's sad to see because I I used to fight with my brother all the time, but man, it's just. I don't know. Maybe after I, I close, I, I talk to them and see if I could kind of reconcile their relationship. Wow. And, Who they, knows? and they want to do it without ever having contact with the other. No, that is they, they, they don't want to see each other or talk oh to each God. other or know about each other. Or anything. yeah. Yeah. That's and that's really why crazy. the other brother doesn't even know where his brother lives. Like they're like, we don't know where he is lives. that. Is that the guy that you had to drive? Like you yeah. had posted something. OK, so you drove to see the one brother. Yeah. The one that's not in Pensacola. Huh? No, no, and you had to drive for a while. Oh, no, so the one in Pensacola does live a yeah, bit of a way. Yeah. Okay. The longest drive that I've done uh-huh. was 10 hours to close a deal. Okay. And I was, I'm glad I did because that brought brought in about 35 to 40K. And during that rehab, I learned a ton. And so it was a lot of valuable lesson. We could have probably made about 50 to 60K, but we mismanaged and that hurricane came through. So it is what it is. Um, But I'm glad we got that uh um, opportunity to do that deal. So, but like I said, if this deal works out, I would that's, have I, no you gotta, mortgage. We gotta, are you going to vlog this house? Cause that sounds really yeah, cool. Cause it's going to be, we're oh, going to make be it neat. even better because we're actually going to paint the outside, put in Ooh. really good materials. Cause we're going to be living in it. For be, two, how long do you think you'll stay there? Just to, to get two, two to three years. Just so and, you don't have to pay the gain, any tax yeah. on the gains. That's yeah. really so. If you are mm-hmm. so, if you are a flipper and you're expecting to make a ton of money, you living it as a primary residence really takes off. Yeah, that is man, that is a really good idea. Yeah, because then that yeah. would save me a yeah. ton of taxes. Because there is taxes are no fun. Yeah, and for you guys that have not owned a home before, what's the? It's like if you own the home for two mm-hmm. years as your primary residence, you can take ca- tax free gains up to like a certain amount. Yeah, it's, Is it it's like $500,000 a couple or something? It's like something yeah, kind of high. Yeah, it's lower, but, and and we wanted to move anyways. So mm-hmm. I, I see this as a good um, temporary house because we yeah. do want a house with like 10 to 20 acres and a farm and hopefully build a modern farmhouse. Ooh. So, you know, maybe in three years, I'm actually just going to refinance it. Mm-hmm. Um, but who knows? Like, I'm pretty excited what would happen. So do you have a mortgage on your current house? I do. Okay, so you'll sell that, get rid of the mortgage, live mortgage-free at the new place, fix it up. That is, man, that is such a, I like Mm -hmm. the way you, you know what, and this has been interesting for me because Mm -hmm. even just talking to you like this, I really get a new way of thinking. So thank you. I really have to say, John, thank Mm -hmm. you because (laughs) I've gotten a lot out of this Asians with Money podcast. Uh, probably more than you have. Yeah. Cause I That's owe, crazy. I bought this house back in 2018 for 145 K okay. and now I'm, I will be down to about like 126 K or 27 K. I'm sure. And I'm sure the value is gone. Up. And I can sell this house for 189 K uh, or hundred. It's probably going to be around 185. Mm-hmm. So use that money because like that per when I buy the other house, my cash will be a little depleted mm-hmm. and use that money to replenish my funds to do other flips while I live there and save money on taxes. Because um, like I said, I I'd hate to pay any kind of taxes and I've in 2020 opened my eyes because I I did pay a ton of taxes and I realized, (laughs) man, it's, it's just crazy. Cause like I was flipping a house for uncle Sam to pay uncle Sam. 
Yeah, and mm-hmm. that's and that's a good way of thinking because, um, and a lot of people don't understand that when you sell your home, you mm-hmm. don't pay tax on the gains, mm-hmm. unless I I believe it's like profit. I'll have to double check, mm-hmm. it, but it is a high number. It's like two hundred and fifty thousand dollars for a single person, and like yeah, five hundred for a couple. Yeah. So if you sell your house for, say, you sold your house for two million dollars, mm-hmm. and you made like. $300,000 from when you bought it from, you get to keep all that mm-hmm. tax-free as long as you live there for yeah. two years and, if yeah. you're a married couple or if you have family. Mm-hmm. And guess what? If you flip a house, guys, that tax actually, that gain, let's say if you made $50,000 off of that uh, flip and you've been making $100,000 um, yearly, but you flip that house and made fifty. dollars they will just count that as income. So now you have to pay taxes on 150 so Yes, yeah, so that's just regular income tax. Man, that's that just is a good, regular. How does, does your wife like the new house? We haven't seen the inside. You haven't seen it yet. Okay. Oh, yeah, okay. but it's built in 1998 and it has vaulted ceilings and it's 2,000 and close to 2,100 square feet. Our house is 1,300. Um, it has a bigger backyard, but... And then we'll we'll put new flooring, new paint, yeah. new HVAC, uh, new mold remediation. I feel like there is mold just because like mm-hmm. it's been abandoned for seven to eight years and no airflow is like properly done. So and new paint, um, just decorating the, just putting in more. I would actually spend more on this project on materials mm-hmm. than any other flip because guys, Cause when you're, you're flipping, there. yeah, because when you're flipping homes, guys, you don't want to over over invest because sometimes you can just at a certain price point you can get away with formica countertops but at a certain price point you need that granite countertop to get it sold so stuff like that we'll we'll make sure we put new granite all new appliances so i think it's just gonna be it's gonna be great and also really cool that's gonna be a lot of write-offs yeah are you gonna be like is it moving ready or do you have to do some things before you would i think it's gonna take about two to three months okay so you can you can kind of wait to sell your place or whatever yeah yeah and then sell it whenever you're ready to move it i'm curious to see how you decorate it being your own personal home i think that'll be really are you gonna do white cabinets i'm gonna do outside all all new white paint with a black sh- architectural shingle. Oh, that would be sharp. And um, black 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 outer like black trim, black garage door, and then I think I'm gonna get those um, personalized wooden shutters, wooden Ooh. looking shutters. Yeah. You know, so we were looking at some homes down um, down mm-hmm. in like the Port Charlotte. So I think we're gonna sell our place and move yeah. south a little bit. Have you ever heard of a company called like Steel X? Or something like that. No, I haven't. So they apparently they're building all over, like in various parts of Florida, mm-hmm. but they build hurricane resistant, very energy, like zero energy homes. Yeah. Um, I'll send you one, a link later. I found some of the homes. They're not badly priced. Like mm-hmm. they were selling spec homes for like 300,000. Yeah. But there's no, like it has solar. Oh, first of all, there's no roof which is interesting. Mm-hmm. So instead of a roof, they have a sun deck, like they have a rooftop deck. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? You never have to replace the roof. Instead of studs, like instead of your typical wood construction, everything's made of steel, hence steel X. Mm-hmm. And then it's all like concrete. So they're very modern looking, but I was like, man, your energy 
like it looks very well insulated, hurricane impact windows and doors. So it's like your property taxes or your insurance would probably be lower. Mm -hmm. But I was like, man, you never like I was looking at some asthma. I was like, you never have to replace the roof. How cool is that? That would be nice because the roof prices keeps going up because of the hurricane and a lot of demand. And right now, lumber prices are going up, quadrupling plywoods quadrupled. The two from two years from now, like two years ago, it was like cheaper three times, three, four times, four times cheaper. So it's the prices are all going up. And I feel like the builders are taking majority of it. And that's mm-hmm. why the prices are still going up. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, but yeah, but back to scaling your business. Because um, it is kind of scary because when you're spending like several thousand of dollars, there is no guarantee mm-hmm. guaranteed saying, hey, you make this this amount if you spend this amount. Because we just never know. Um, sometimes there's been countless of hours of calling and yeah getting zero leads or like, I mean, getting zero um, customer client and it's just been brutal. So, um, so there's, there's that. However, if you're scared to make that kind of investment, um, then you're not going to grow. That's the thing. Every company always reinvests back. You know, when I was young, I was like, why are they spending um, millions of dollars during the Super Bowl commercial. Why don't they just keep that as profit or just like um, advertise elsewhere? But you know, like since everybody's watching the Super Bowl, I mean, they're making that um, investment, and to them, it makes sense to them because because it's going to bring in more clients. But for some people, like it, it can get scary. Like I was scared too when I was like dropping a thousand dollars. I, for I just can't imagine. Sam, I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I can't imagine like the te- the level of how tedious that work has to be. Mm-hmm. Like putting stamps and postcards yeah. or like having the call center people. Mm-hmm. That's just that's yeah. on another level. And, and here's here's another thing that I want to say. Um I have a friend who's starting out business. He doesn't make as much as I do because he's he's like in a different mar- he's a mar- marketer. And he's spending a ton of money. I'm like, wow, your overhead cost is like a lot more than mine. I, I don't know how you're doing it. And he's and he said, yeah, it's, it's going all back to um, the business because he's starting out. But man, like, I don't know. I was just like, geez, that's a lot of just putting back in the investment. And just because you're spending more doesn't mean you're going to make more. That's true. That's true. Do you, do you feel like in the world of real estate, is there any, any marketing that you kind of think is bad or like kind of a waste of money? Is well, there anything you see people doing that you just don't. Well, I paid, return? I paid about a total of like $2,500 for probate leads before. And then I recently found out I could pull that for free. At, at a like the county website <laughs> okay so you're oh wow so, so there's so stuff like that and yeah. what's a probate lead probate lead is when um the person dies uh passes away oh, got it yeah sometimes the kids they just want to sell it or sometimes they don't make payment and it goes to foreclosure and they just end up losing the house and get nothing for it um but sometimes like uh, that's one form of lead that i would reach out to saying hey um, sorry about your loss. Um, my name is John. I'm a local real estate a real estate agent and also a guy who can buy your home for cash. Like if there's anything I could do, just let me know. 
um thank you so much like i i don't i don't i'm not aggressive with it mm -hmm. um just because there are people in need um it is kind of tough sometimes you just have to change your mindset and instead of thinking oh man i'm, I'm just i'm going after these people who 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 lost their parents like yeah. i'm gonna be a leech and a parasite now at at sometimes like I was like, dang, am I doing that? No, yeah, no. Have you been accused of stuff like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Like people being got really exploitative mad. or like, something. But then I was like reading like articles, reading from colleagues, reading from posts, saying, "Geez, I wish someone reached out to me." Like because like we lost our home, we didn't get anything. We went for to foreclosure. Um, our siblings didn't know what to do with it, so we just let it rot. And then it went to foreclosure. They didn't get any kind of money. And they, they're like, looking back, I wish like there was someone who was focused on probate. And so, but that's like one kind of form that I use. It's not my ultimate one. However, and that's the way you shift your mindset because you're, you're going to bring in value. And every people that I dealt with, you know, they, they loved me. They were like, they, they were crying at the closing table. Their neighbors loved that their, their neighbor's house was getting fixed and their value was going up while the other people were able to get out of the house. Like for this motel example that I'm buying, yes, it's like appraised value is at 1.9 million. However, I'm getting it for like 1.45 million for it. And it's in the works and the owners know that, but the, and I'm not being a leech or a parasite because he, he said he wanted to sell this 10 years ago, but yeah. the stuff fell through. Like he just wants to get rid of it. He wants to retire. He's 83. Uh, he, he said, I don't know how long I'm going to live. But, yeah. He, but I, yeah, but you I don't wanna, need to be yeah. dealing with that stuff at that age. Mm -hmm. So it's, wow. it's about the mindset and pe yeah. and people that look at you and see that you're successful will tell you, wow, what a jerk. Like I would never do that. And the thing is like, when they say that the, the people that they hurt, hurt is themselves because yeah. now they're given that excuse because they're envious saying, Oh, because of that, I won't do it. They're just given an excuse of a way out. Cause I truly believe I'm not doing something extraordinary. I'm literally just putting in the work and it's leading me to new opportunities um, and it keeps leading to new opportunities, new opportunities. And I'm not special. I, I just, have, I just work hard. Have you <laughs> noticed that the people who are always saying that kind of thing, they're usually not that successful. Have you yeah. noticed that mm -hmm. someone who's more successful than you will never tell you that you're being a leech yeah. or a parasite or mm -hmm. what you've been called all kinds of names on TikTok. All kinds of names. And, and here's <laughs> the thing, like I get it. If, if, a, if like an 18 year old said, Hey man, like I'm, I'm making like 20K each, uh, 20, yeah. 30K each month. And I'm like, wow, uh, part of me is going to be like, dang, I wish I was able to do that yeah. when I was that age. Like you feel that. However, you know what? Yeah, sure. I might feel that way, but truly I'm just going to bless him and say, hey, great job, man. I can't believe you're doing this. That's awesome. Um, obviously, you know what you're doing. I want to learn from you. I, I want to know how you do it. I'll, yeah. I would like to have a conversation with you instead of saying, Oh, you're a leech. I bet you you're screwing someone over, ripping people off. Yep. Like, and there are people like that, and they literally give themselves a reason of a way out, yeah. saying, "Yeah, uh, the reason I don't make that make that is because I'm not here to rip people off." But they don't see how much value they're giving to people, how much, uh, uh, how they helped others, how they're helping their families around them. So, uh, people just need to have that mindset change. 
to become successful. It just starts from yeah, here. It's, it, yeah, I know. I agree. And you're not, mm -hmm. you're not forcing anyone to sell their home right. to you. Mm -hmm. You got, you agreed on a deal and yeah. something's only worth what somebody's willing to pay for mm -hmm. it. So if they can't get it like that motel owner, if he can't get a buyer yeah. for his motel, it's really not worth $1.9 mm -hmm. million. It's only worth what someone wants yeah. to pay for it. And I think a lot of the people that are giving you hate on the internet, I just, mm -hmm. obviously they've never run a business before. And I don't think, you know, when you're young, I think it's easy to be idealistic, but. Not you even just, young people. We're talking oh, about these old, pe old bitter people. Oh, they're jealous, are, man. Yeah, they're so jealous. Oh like my gosh. I, I mean, like, and I get it. And I'm just like, when I, when people do that, um, at first it did affect me, but then I, uh, stayed back and just looked at the bigger picture and man i feel i feel sorry for these people like, yeah no, and I, sorry and not sorry at the same time because they still can change their situation but they're just blaming it on something else yeah they're they're mad that their life didn't work mm -hmm. out the way yeah. they wanted it to i hear the same thing too about um youtubers or the influencers yeah like when people look at these youtubers making millions of dollars a year it's easy to hate on them. Right. Like I see these comments a lot like that's an insane amount of money for the work that they do. And it's like, yeah. do you know what it takes to grow yeah. a channel with millions of subscribers? No. Right. Like and Mr. Beast, yeah. right? He, oh, yeah. He's been uploading for years and years and no one yeah. watched him until like it just like blew, blew up. And mm -hmm. and you know what? You might not put value in what somebody does, but obviously there are enough people like the people that claim that professional mm -hmm. athletes are overpaid. Mm -hmm. They are only paid what they're paid with the market dictates. Right. And you know what? If no one goes to an NBA game or an NFL game, football yeah. players and basketball players wouldn't be paid that much. Right. But they're being paid based on what they bring to the table and how much, mm -hmm. you know, how marketable they are. So I think it's easy. It's so easy to just hate on put people. people down. Yeah. And like be and kind of feel petty or, mm -hmm. you know, but I would tell you if you're out there and you're you're thinking like that, one, you got to you got to stop the attitude. That's stop. not going to get you anywhere in life. And two, you need to figure out what you can build. What skills mm -hmm. do you have? What do you like doing? What what is something you could contribute to the marketplace and and bring it? You know, just like we both have our own talents. You, you can figure that out and then you can be the one that's killing it. Right. And then everyone's going to be like, oh, my gosh, how did they get that much cash? Um, like last week, we were talking about the cash me outside girl making a million dollars in a few hours. A lot of people are going to think that's nuts. But look at how many people paid this girl for her OnlyFans. I mean, <laughs> no one no one forced them to. They she had enough people that wanted to pay her for her uh, content and uh, and look where it got her. So you you got to figure out your thing, but you putting down other people or trying to um, put other people on blast for their success, it's not going to get you anywhere. So you kind of have to think about that at the end of the day too. And again, we're not trying to be harsh, but we're also trying to put you in the right mindset so that you can also be the one that's, in a place of success and and like you were saying you always say john having um in a mindset of abundance and i think that's so important mm -hmm. right i 
I think so too. <laughs> yeah, but man, some of your troll comments are brew. Like I've seen, I've looked through some of them for fun, and I'm just like, this is mm-hmm. this is brutal. And a lot of people say that you're um, like when you were talking about like you know people who rent out their homes, and then everyone's like those greedy landlords. And I'm like, mm-hmm. look, I get, I get it. You might not like landlords. They're not greedy they because yeah, it's if you had great credit score, if you had all the things that qualify for a loan, you could get you a, could house. Buy a house. Yeah, but and, you don't. So the only option for you is to rent. So they're giving you value by yeah. allowing you to rent at their place. But man, it's just, it's that, it's, it's just, that yeah, it's crazy to see that kind of attitude all over the place. And mm-hmm. it's, it is a little bit disheartening, but yeah, landlords, if they weren't, if it wasn't, if there wasn't an upside to them, they wouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. So you wouldn't, a lot of these people who rent wouldn't have a place to live. I don't right. know, just, just, just putting that out there. I know. And we also wanted to touch on, so every week we do something called Asian Approved where we talk about uh, just something we like. Uh, but before we started recording, we both kind of were chatting and we really, you, you and John, you and I uh, both have a goal this year to try to uh, get a little bit healthier. So we wanted to chat about that. That is an important thing. And uh, and yeah, like and, and you're only 27, man. You've got a ways to go. I'm almost 40. So I, yeah. I, need, I need to start worrying about my health a little bit more. <laughs> Uh, than I currently am. So I wanted to ask you, John, what's your plan for this year to try to get yourself in the place physically you want to be? Well, I realized, man, if you want to make money, you have to be healthy because if you sit out or can't work, like mm-hmm. that's that cuts off a lot of your income. Or so for some people, it, caught off, it cuts off all your income if you don't have passive income. So, you know, I... I'll, I'm at two. I'm 205 pounds. Um, my ideal weight for my my ideal max weight is around 182 pounds, according to the internet. So I'm trying to get there. Um, I, I'm not. I, uh, I I'm I'm just trying to get there. Right now, I am resting because I pulled a muscle from doing jujitsu. But speaking of that, man, there's there's this recipe um, that I've been trying. Um, it's new. It's those Korean noodles. <laughs> I'm Ooh. too addicted for it. Like you put egg yolk on the side and and mix it with the soup base and mayo, and then you good. cook the noodles and then transfer the noodles and water into into that, and it gets really creamy. <laughs> but I know I said we're, I'm here to lose weight and get more. Is that uh, is that a healthy dish? I don't. It's it's not okay, a healthy so dish. Okay, so, so it's, is it like the equivalent of ramen? Like that? yeah, it is, it is. And have you seen how much sodium is in like pat in is in like packages of ramen? It's just, I, I don't even look. I'm just I'm just. It'll say like 55 yeah. of your daily intake, and I'm yeah. just like, <laughs> no wonder I feel bad yeah. after eating ramen. So that's or that's your health tip of the day is to eat eat the korean noodles you know i have made some udon noodles i don't think they're that unhealthy i usually buy like the pet i buy like the refrigerated udon noodles and then i put kimchi in it um some a little bit of egg uh sometimes i put bacon in there that is not Mm -hmm. a healthy option and then like onions and some other stuff and uh, of course uh gojuchang yeah red pepper paste and then like some brown sugar and some other stuff again not really a health i need to I think I need to eat healthier, I think. And I need to start doing some form of exercise, whatever that, that may be. self-discipline. Yeah, I'm not. And that's like the hard thing for me is I'm I'm totally undisciplined with food and exercise. Yeah. 
and it's starting to catch up to me. Like, it's not like I don't like myself or anything like that, but I, I am also realizing that, like, like you were saying, uh, being in a healthy body is going to be good overall. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, so I'm going to, I'm going to try, I got to figure out some sort of, uh, regiment, maybe dancing around to BTS. I don't, yeah. I don't know. Um, I yeah. ate some bananas the other day. Does that count? Maybe. Yeah. And also like having, know. having that exercise and really helps you gain a healthier mindset too. Like it just changes, um, the way you think it's, it, it's healthy to the brain too. It, it all connects together. Yeah. Currently I do, I do zero exercises. Mm -hmm. That might be, that might be a problem. <laughs> And you even do jujitsu, so at least so at least you have that. You have something to claim that you do. I think I checked. I was at um, I was at like a health insurance place like a year ago before COVID and stuff, and they had one of those scales where you could get your like BMI and stuff. And my or in like your body fat and mine was like really embarrassing. It was like forty percent body fat or something, and I was like, so my husband did it. His body fat is like 7% or something. Wow. And I was just like, it was like something crazy low. And I was just like, man, I, I wish, I wish. <laughs> Let's kind of keep tabs on this throughout the rest of the year. Maybe we'll see, see where we're at. I think I weigh in usually, and my, our scale got jacked up. So the scale is in kilograms now. So I'm very confused. Um, so I'm 58.4 kilograms, whatever, whatever that means. Um, so I got to figure out how to switch my scale back so that it's in pounds again. And uh, I, the last I checked in pounds, uh, I, I'm usually between 127 and 130, and I'm 5'4". So that's not, it's not great. Um, could be better. So we're going to try, we're going to try to improve that this year. It's probably not going to go well. I have no discipline with food. So that is, I'm not, I don't know. But I feel like talking about this publicly gives me some sort of accountability. So... So we'll see that. But next week, guys, um, we're also going to be talking about weddings, the cost of weddings, engagement rings, and we're going to share our own wedding tales. So look forward to that. Uh, John, are you excited about talking about weddings? Yeah, yeah. I'm actually going to be attending a wedding next week. Ooh. So All right. So you'll have some stuff to talk about. But yeah, we're going to break down some numbers and we're going to find some stats. Uh, so I hope you guys enjoyed this episode on Leave us a comment below. Let us know what you thought about John's um, marketing techniques. I found, I personally found this interesting. And if you have any real estate questions. Mm -hmm. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. We really appreciate it. Make sure you leave a like and comment so we can talk to you guys. Thanks for joining our podcast.